you feel a lot less pressure this finals run just because you are undermanned and you had some injuries uh, as opposed to previous years? Nah. I feel confident because I'm the best player in the world. Coming to you almost live from the Behind the Call studio, welcome to Behind the Call. That was kind of the thing I was saying is that I did that just for Devin and uh, you can hear it. You can hear it. Uh, it was LeBron James. That's what he's still with the Cavs, I think. Whenever that maybe, maybe I can't remember. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just suggesting. Um, yeah, it was when he was with. Uh, I know he was still with the Cavs when that came out. That was at least seven years ago because that's uh, the clip I was using was seven years ago. Um, but we're back. Again. We're back. I think I've said that now twenty times since since we started. It's been a few that. days. It's been a long time, actually. Uh, the last time we posted an episode was May of last year, and it's it's pretty much March of this year. So that's where that's where we're at now. We've recorded a couple episodes, but I've never posted any of them. Um, yeah, I think the last one we did was now, was it football? I think there was a lot of baseball talk involved, mm-hmm. and it had to do with uh, oh, steroids. Yeah, I think. It was, yeah, right. It was like right whenever Aaron Judge was closing in on the yeah. on the record, which he got. Oh yeah, I don't think that one got posted, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I don't then, think yeah. Since then, since we posted any episodes, we've moved from a different host site to a different one that we've got now, and there's been a few different things like going on in the background, but. I'm hoping we can get a little more consistent with it. It's been on my end mostly. Life's just been, been kind of crazy here lately. But this is also the first one that we're filming. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it works out, or the people at home will see if it works out based on whether or not they see the video. But anyway, you know, Gage, Gage is the one who was like, "You need to get a video up well, in here." Coach Thompson was too, so you can check it out. Yeah, he was back in thing. town, I think I saw a picture of him. In yeah, and uh, Johnny. Yeah, there's a. A couple things I wrote down that I wanted to talk about specifically, uh, different things that like stood out to me, but I'm recording with my phone on one of them, so the list is kind of useless. Yeah. But there was a, a couple different ones I remember off the top of my head. Um, the first one was Woods getting released. I wanted to talk about that because he had that. Bobby Trees. Yeah, yeah, he had... Um, his tweet? His tweet that said free. And then there's a few other things. The, the pitch count, or not the pitch count, but the... the Essentially, the shot clock for the pitching beginning established. Talk about Crittenden baseball. Um, talk about NBA a little bit, and and just sort of see where it goes for that. But I mean, in UK, turning things around. Oh, yeah, they're getting it, getting hot. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So, where you guys want to start? <clears throat> well, you pick one, man. Well, what have you guys been up to anyway? <laughs> Sports wise, anyway. Well, for me, you can probably tell. Um, it's baseball season, so that kind of keeps. Uh, I was going. How is yeah. uh, how's that going this year? Man, so, so far, far it's been uh, it's been good. You know, we're started earlier this year. Um, I always like to. I keep each year. I have like a basically a Google Drive, and it has like practice schedules, all my kind of stuff, and I just usually take it and update it. And uh, 
we're about like almost a week and a half from with the first time we got on the field this year to where we were last year. So I mean that's that part's good. We're getting out there, but you just don't get your your guys back. Unfortunately, the boys lost in the first round, so like we'll get them back Monday. But our first scrimmage is Friday, so it's like it's all coming full circle pretty quick. Um, we uh, we're gonna be young, man. We lost a lot. I mean the last two years, so the first year. Um, my first year, you lose Tyler and Gabe and that whole class, and then you lose Maddox, Carlson, and Logan Bailey, who are both playing college ball, and Ben Evans and Tanner Beverly, and it's like, so now all of a sudden we're really young, um, but we're still going to compete. Um, we got a bunch of young talent. Like, we're going to be really, really good here in a few years um, once we can get these guys developed. But um, getting uh, – we, we thought we'd lost one to another school. He went to Alabama, Chase Conyer. Um, but he is back. Um, he will be enrolled in school Monday. So um, that is a huge blessing um, to get him back. He's he's good on both sides of the ball. He can hit, pitch for us. Um, so that's that puts us right back in the mix, you know, because and the thing about baseball is you get a couple studs on the mound and you can control the game. Um, you don't have to um, <clears throat> rely on just, you know, you can kind of you, – if you have two pitchers, you can stay relevant. So – um, that's that puts us right back in the conversation, and I'm excited to get things going. It's it's cool for me because, like, Tyler and them was great, and then Maddox and Ben. That was those were my last guys. Yeah. Like so, I've been with them my entire like coaching career from the time they were in sixth grade till now when they're gone, and so it's kind of cool now. It's like I got a whole new group of people that I'm going to coach and try and like get get things how I want it done, you know, and, and set a new like culture and stuff like that. And that's all a part of building a program, and I'm excited for it. Um, brought in a new guy. Um, his name's Rylan Thomas. He played baseball collegiately at uh, Kentucky Wesleyan. Just got done playing there, and he helps out with football some too. Um, but he's on, he was a pitcher and he's, he's been working on our pitchers and catchers and he's been awesome. And then coach Embry, who was here last year, come up from Lyon County. He's, he's like, it's a second head coach. I mean, he has way more experience than I do, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's awesome having him there to lean on, to ask questions to still, um, cause Chris of course ditched us and took over <laughs> softball, um, and Jamie too, but, um, not salty at all about that, but no, I understand. Um, you know, I miss those guys. Like I've. This will be the first game Friday. That scrimmage will be the first game that I've I've ever coached without Chris Evans like on the field with me or you know helping me out. So it's it's a lot of news and I'm excited for it. But um, it's just you know like I said, it's a little too early to really tell because we've I mean we only had like four or five practices and we still got new people basketball kids coming in. But it's exciting. It's an exciting time for Rocket Baseball, man. We've had four straight winning seasons um something like that four or five so i mean we're kind of we're kind of building something so um, was this your se- is this your third year this is my like a head coach head coach this will be my technical second year second. um really my third because tyler and them senior year i was like an associate head coach and so like just because of my age and stuff like that so yeah. like i did a lot for that team uh but um technically this will be my second second, second year so it's exciting man it's uh Feels like it's it's already here, you know. I mean, you, you, the thing with baseball, it's the last sport kind of in the school calendar. So, yeah, you uh, you gotta wait all around all year for it, and then it gets on you, and all of a sudden, boom! It's you know, it's going, and we're full fledged. We got about twenty seven on the roster, twenty eight, something like that. So it's usually our rosters around twenty. We're trying to get twenty. So I mean, it's this year. It's we we got a, we got a lot of young kids and a lot of young talent. So um, I'm excited for it, man. Very cool. Uh, other high school sports right now looks like Lions poised to make another yeah. pr- another run. I hadn't realized that they. I mean, looking at it, it seems kind of obvious now, but I hadn't realized how many 
district championships. They had one one in a row. Right. Yep. That was their fifth one in a row, right? I believe so. Yeah. I know, I saw where he, uh, what? Perry was up at the UK game today. Dude, yeah, I saw on that. official visit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Perry's won. He started in seventh yeah. grade, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, and then this is his junior. Yep. I mean. And like when he was a seventh grader, that gay board, who's like they were really good then too. Right. But yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been. I mean, he, <laughs> Solid. Yeah, he was at UK game today, right behind the bench. I mean, yeah. He's, I mean, he's closing in. If they go to the, if they go to uh-huh. state again, he'll basically be right there breaking King Kelly Coleman's record. So I mean, it's it's and when he's yeah when he does get done setting that record, I mean. It's gonna be pretty hard to touch. Man. Yes, absolutely. Oh, if he stays in Kentucky, yeah. Like if he stays here next year and plays that same schedule, like he will have oh, a thousand. My gosh, I yeah. mean he'll demolish. He's, yeah, he's averaging. No, I'm saying won't even. Yeah, yeah. So won't even be no close. one will ever probably be able to get. I mean, yeah. You know, it's it, it's like because uh, Tom Brady's played so many years. It's like kind of his passing stats. Yeah, and you know, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be like. You had to have a very prolonged career. Yeah. Um, and, and at a high level for a long time, yeah. Like LeBron. Um, but, <laughs> but no, but the, one of the cool things is like being that I got to coach high school basketball was like I like got to coach against him, you know, when he was he was probably a freshman, I think was my last year, freshman uh, year that coaching against him. But it's cool like to see just his progression since I mean like, he was really good then don't get me wrong but yeah like just seeing the maturity and stuff like that and how he's you know he's getting on a very large scale looked at you know I mean you see him at UK and you know Michigan um his cousin was telling me that when he went to Michigan like they were all I mean like they picked him up private car you know like took him everywhere he got to hit golf balls with Juan Howard I mean like it's like first you know like someone from this area getting mm-hmm. that much I mean it's really cool man it's, <laughs> yeah it's crazy. Um, he's, a, he's a real deal. It's, it's crazy, yeah. Uh, other things going on in high school sports, um, and it's weird this time of year you get to talk about football, but Crittenden moving up to 2A. Yeah, 2A. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of people that thought that was going to happen, you know. They once once we kind of – once yeah, I mean, once they, you know, got out of the all yeah. the COVID stuff with the numbers, and then, you know, when we got – So we'll get to see Mayfield again. Huh? Yeah. Get to see Mayfield again. Yeah. What is our district? It's the it's Mayfield, Caldwell, and Murray. Murray, yeah. yeah. Man. And and the schedule. I mean, you, you add Mayfield in there and McCracken and uh, Owensboro Catholic, but I mean, you still got several of the same. You know, I mean, well, we don't have to travel to. That's the travel. Bardstown the travel's the that's best the thing. thing. Yeah, we don't have to travel. Yeah. I mean, travel's the best thing about it. But don't have to go to Fulton County. Thank God. Well, a few years ago, you had to go to Caverna. So Caverna, I mean, yeah. I mean, Mayfield's still like seventy miles, but you know, I mean, it doesn't feel like that no. though. I think it's just because. I mean, I guess because it, it's closer than Fulton County, and so you take a lot of the same route going down there. Yeah. And so it, it I mean, it's it, and plus you're always excited to go down there anyway. Are we gonna so see some good and football? And again, I'm not saying anything bad about Fulton County, but you kind of know yeah. what's gonna happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's an interesting place anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but moving on to, uh, I mean, actually, I'll just stay here for a couple more seconds. No, I think, I think it'll be a, I think the boys will step up and, and I mean, it'll, it'll be competitive. It's, I think so many people around here have the same feelings as the last time we were in 2A and, 
you know, yeah. remembering yeah. you know, the struggle that they kind of had to go through there. But I think, I think this time, I think this time will be different. I think they'll be more competitive. It'll be a fun district. It's not as though it's going to be, it's not like, because I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, we're going in, you know, four seed and it's going to just stay that way the whole year. And I'm like, no, I mean, we're, listen, well, we, we, we competed with Murray last year. That's it. And I mean, teams, everybody's team changes year to year, but you know, we did beat Caldwell last year. Exactly. We, we played Murray, you know, tight the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's, and I don't know what Murray's got coming back, but I think that the, the, that Xavier Biggers he is gone. To, so, didn't he transfer? I don't know if he was a senior. I don't know what his status was. He transferred somewhere. But I have to double check. And I mean, obviously, we lost guys too, but we still got the quarterback coming back and well, some other guys that are going to step up. So I, I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited to get to call a Crittenden Mayfield game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that's something cool. that we haven't got to I, do. No, not at all. Um, uh, another couple of things going on right now too. Uh, talking about UK, they played Auburn today, beat them, smoked pretty, them pretty easily too. Yeah, what thirty two? Yeah, yeah what, they were eighty six fifty four, something like that. Which they were. Uh, I mean, they weren't really high up on SEC anyway, but I mean, at least the boys are playing better. Yeah, that was they, kind of a thing. That man, they look were struggling with. They look good. That's the that's the best game they played all year. Most complete game, yeah. offensively, defensively, whatever. Case and yeah. Case and Wallace is. Really coming, coming up, and I mean Reeves is. Yeah, when he's. High. I mean he's pure, yeah. And she, but Sheway and really Livingston has found is. that. Yeah, Livingston. Livingston he was a little down today, had, but yeah, but he's still. I mean, Topping. Topping. Topping's look yeah. good. They, they're all they're they're rounded into form. Yeah. I mean everybody was freaking out. I, I was I was freaking out too a little bit. Um, uh, everybody was after they lost to South Carolina. I hate to be that guy, but I was not. You knew that. Not that not I knew care, they were going to pull you? through, but I'm not like – I think it's hilarious how people react to John Calipari. I think – Well, and I, I'm not a Calipari hater. I wasn't freaking no, out because of Cal because this is what like, he does every year. It's hilarious to me that it, like people just – they're like, get rid of him, get rid yeah. of him. It's like really look at the basketball side of things, you know, and it's – I mean, who who's who's better that you're gonna go yeah. grab? I'm not one of those guys. I love Coach Cal. Yeah, I mean, what, like Devin, that's my thing. Like, who's, who are we gonna replace him with? Like, what yeah. he does for the brand of Kentucky basketball? Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, you can hate on his. Yeah, there's some X's and O's things that yes, I think could be differently. But at the end of the day, I mean, he can't go make free throws and layups, and I mean, he's just got to put them in positions. And I mean, you know, I mean, it it is what it is. It, it's not like we're John Calipari is a Hall of Fame coach for a reason. It's not. Because he's a trash coach who just recruits. Like, no, he has to know basketball yeah. in order to get the position he's in. So yeah. it drives me nuts. Like I hate seeing it every year because every year it's like it takes him a while to get developed, and about this time they usually start playing better. Some years, you know, which is when it matters. This anyway. year, but but I mean, Devin hit the nail on the head. That's the thing I tell everybody all the time. Who who are you going to get? That's going to yeah. be any. The better. only other one I would want would be Jay Wright. But well, yeah, I could see that. But but, the, it's like but he's not, he probably wouldn't come back. No. He's retired. I mean, you know. but. Like getting to the point is that again, it's it's the the people that are the ones that are saying are the, all the same ones that go, you know, well, we just need to change. Like, oh, it's just time to change things up. Just get in some fresh, you know. Yep. And it's like that's, I mean, that's it, not consistent. Like any time that those things work out, any time that you switch out and say, well, we need a fresh start with a different coach, they typically bring in a better coach, you know, like one that's like yeah. more seasoned, that's you know has more experience. The same way with like. 
uh, I, I mean, I remember everybody, they wanted Tubby Smith gone. I mean, they were just screaming, hey, it's time to get rid of him, it's time to go away. And who they bring in to Billy replace Gillespie. him? Yeah, that, that fresh start worked out great, Billy didn't G. it? But this team reminds me a lot of the uh, the 14, when the, the Harrison Twins were mm-hmm. freshmen, yeah. Julius Randle, yeah. James Young, because they lost, I think, like nine or ten games in the regular season that year. Uh, but but then tournament – oh, yeah, the, I, I, I'm not so sure. They either lost in the SEC championship game or won. I can't remember. But made a you know made it to the championship game and lost to UConn, who had Shabazz Napier that year, and he went off and beat them. But well, and the thing is with this team is it's you know all the people that all he does is get the one and done, one and done. It's like this team's actually kind of older. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're older in different like you know Reeves is a grad senior, but Sheway's older. But it's like they're still trying to get it figured out. Sheway was hurt at the beginning of the year. Yep. He's not himself. He's starting like you said to come into shape. Some of these young guys are starting to step up. Well, yeah, like like Wallace. I mean, he's. Yeah. He's been if awesome. If he gets his shot back, like today he started hitting. Yeah. I mean, he hadn't shot the ball really well, but he's still been – I mean, he he's what makes – his on-ball defense is just, I mean, he's great. next level. Yeah, I mean, he's today great. he's forced three or four <laughs> turnovers just literally on the inbounds and getting it back. I mean, it's so – it's one of those things. This team is exciting to think about, like you said, yeah. what they can do. I mean, it, or what they're capable but of. But that's saying this yeah. the NCAA this year is going to be crazy just because – Wide open. So many. There's no clear cut. Yeah. I mean, you know – like it's like if it, whatever team you get, like if Bama, if you get Bama on their best night, yeah, it's gonna be tough stuff. Yeah. But if you get UK like they were today and they're hitting shots, I mean, it's exactly like, you know, and that's dangerous. Throw I mean, Reeve or throw a Frederick. Hell, that's who they need to get. That's if, if he can get rolling, if they can get him right and able yep. to be healthy and and get him in the flow of the offense, it it makes that team very dynamic. But and I like I like I like Thierro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still needs a lot of, but yeah, but he yeah. gets in there and, and hustles, I wish, man. I wish he Danny goes. Collins would. Take yeah, it. I know he's been through a lot, and it's yeah. just, you know. But whenever he's flying around and stuff, it makes you know, and he's going to help in those games against like an Alabama, because that's Sheboy saying he cannot handle length. At the end of the day, he just does not yep. do well with length, and so he I could mean, be he could be like I go back to that 14, 13, 14 team. Remember Marcus Lee? Yeah, just freshman. Yeah. He come in and had like. Three or four alley oop dunks in a game yeah, just brought just a lot of energy. Yeah, just I mean, it's and, like yeah, that. changed the whole thing. Yeah, I, and because that's kind of they're almost. I mean, they're not the same type of player, but they're both really athletic. So yeah, that that would be that'd be cool. But I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for March Madness now. Oh yeah, because they're definitely. I mean, they're, they're getting they're coming on at the right time, yeah. like well, they always do. Do you think they still need to? Well. I think this conversation is different now that, now that they had that win today like they did. But, I mean, do you think they still need to win the SEC tournament? Nah, I, I, I think that uh, they could – because you know, they'll, they'll, they're pretty much locked. The Tennessee, in. the Tennessee helped. The Both Tennessee. Tennessee the, the most people don't even have them on the bubble anymore now. Yeah, they're, they're probably – I think the last one I saw had us at like an eight. And and maybe we can get up to like if a six. You win the SEC, I say we get, Kentucky, but if you win the SEC, yeah. in order to do that, you're going to have a couple more quad. You're going to be. You're probably going to beat Alabama. Yeah, at, at some point, you're going to have some more quad one wins, and that yeah. you might always get up to a four. Because they're pretty much locked. I say lock. I mean, pretty much locked to be a double buy in the SEC tourney because mm-hmm. they're either going to finish three or four. Yeah. Uh, unless A and M loses out and Kentucky wins out, yeah. and then they could finish second, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say they're in. They got they got Vandy Wednesday, and then and then Ar- Arkansas at Arkansas. So that's, that's another that's a dangerous one. That's another big game. Bama. So, 
but before one thing before going back to high school stuff, shout out to the girls. They did it again. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Taylor's been T- yep. dominant year. Uh, um, candidate for Miss Kentucky basketball both, too. Yeah. I mean, that's player, big. You know, that's a big accomplishment. And they got you know their their bracket set up to where they can make some noise in the region too. So absolutely, I mean, it's, it's yeah. Exciting I, for them. Yes, I, I, absolutely. You know, sometimes. I got to thinking about that when we were talking about high school stuff, and I'm going to say it earlier, but shout out to them. Um, this is their third or something like that in a row um, yeah. district. So, I mean, Shannon always has always has them ready. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just had to shout them out real quick um, before we moved I was, off too far. Yes. Think, I was actually, it's funny you bring that up, because I was thinking the other day about just how much of a legacy that Coach Shannon Hodge is going to leave behind in terms of just how much of a winning program she's had. She's taken a team – to big state, yep, um, had tons of success, oh. both region, district titles, everything else. Is this it's, year thirty, or is it more than that? It's at least thirty. This is her thirtieth year, or something. I mean, it's just crazy. Like you know, seeing. Yeah. I mean, it's like she's coaching the kids that she started with kids, and you know, it's like it's been it's really cool. I mean, we're me. talking yes. like naming the floor after her, oh, like yeah. levels of success at Crittenden County. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I mean, no one's it, ever going to be able, like to no. touch that win record no. and stuff. You know, I mean, like it's. No. No, the, the amount of success that she's had and, yeah. and uh, yeah, the amount of players that's come through that she's had an impact on, it's awesome. Um, switch gears a little bit, talk about football. I want to talk about the Titans a little bit. Just real quick, not, not going to stay on it very long, but it was something that I've been seeing on just sort of social media and stuff about the Titans and pretty much how I think everyone is pretty much conceded that this is going to be a rebuilding year. It's probably going to be – Frustrating. It's going to be a situation where I don't think it'll be frustrating. Yeah, we're going to sneak a few wins in just enough to make us think that we'll be able to compete in the AFC South, just because it's so bad, (laughs) and then ultimately just wind up in sadness. uh, I think the the quarterback situation will tell us a lot, and just the next little bit, we'll see if it's really like I'm not full sold that it's going to be a full rebuild. Um, type thing, but if they keep Tannehill, it's not. That's yeah. Well, and it, if you keep him, or like it, that's the thing, if you go get a quarter, if they end up trading up and getting a quarterback, or yeah. if, they, if they cut Tannehill and get that money and go get somebody, they get Aaron Rodgers, or you know whoever it might be, or get draft somebody high pick. I mean, that that would be kind of my thing to see where we're at. I still think Bud Dupree's a surefire cut. I hate that Lawan had to go. Um, well, you, you know, and I will, uh, I will get yeah. into that, but. At the same time, like I wish we could have worked something out, whether it been to, because the boy, yeah, I mean, one, what he means to the team, but two, just you know, I mean, really, when he's at his, if he gets back to being healthy, like, or do we? I mean, he went to three straight Pro Bowls for sure. Gonna, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, is that position is something that is such a need for us? I was like, if we can get him on a discount to come back, because he's openly said that he wants to play for the top. You know what I'm saying? And I know he, yeah. he kind of – but he understands his business. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but the Robert Woods ones made sense. Like, the dude couldn't get open. It was terrible, yeah. I mean, I know he was – he brought he was brought in to be a number two. So, he, bring, but, he, he brings up something that I was talking about on social media. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. This no, is no, where no. my point comes in about this. Um, There was a couple things. One, I was talking with a friend of mine over at Union County. And he said Robert Woods, like he, you know, he was just reading off things as it happened. And he said, "Man, Robert Woods been cut." And I said, "Good." Like, and he was like, "He's like, wow." And I go, "I mean, come on, dude. Like, not very much production and stuff like that." And then we talked. So that happened. Next day occurs. Story comes out where he tweeted. I think he's a tweet, and he just said "free," free yeah. you know, with with the exclamation point at the end of it. I started talking about that, and I was just like, "Man, like, 
you know, I wonder what, you know, wonder what's going on behind the scenes. And my friend brought up a really good point. He was like, yesterday, all I said was, you guys cut Robert Woods, and you were ecstatic. You were thrilled to death. Like, I can't imagine why he wouldn't want to play with a, fa- uh, you know, play with a fan base like that. I couldn't <laughs> imagine it. And he brought up something that we started talking about that I wanted to talk about on the podcast, which is how many, because he brought it up, actually, I'll give him credit for it. He brought it up, he was like, I've noticed a lot of instances where you've had a player get cut or get released or the contract fell through or get traded and then immediately the dude will just sound off on social media about how he hated it there how it was a terrible culture how you know it was just it was the worst place to play at and it said it's happened consistently over the years he talked about uh he even said like some and i well i say i said he did but i brought this up i was like even delaney walker for example one of the nicest guys ever upon his departure still didn't have great things to say it was but he did come back and retire titan and i understand that and i get that and i you know i think it's great he had you know his career was you know through the titans and i I understand that but he had that you had him obviously the aj brown thing um not liking it and there's been other ones too yeah uh, a a lot of the times when it happens though like, like like Robert and Woods. Why, and this is why I wanted to bring it up to you because like, I, I want to hear your side well, of it. Well, because most of the time the players that say that, like after they leave, I mean, like you don't hear anything about them anymore. Right. Like we're probably not going to hear much about Robert Woods from now on out. No, he can't get open. But <laughs> but AJ, AJ, open. like you talk about the AJ thing. He he was on the podcast with Darren Bates. Oh, and yeah, here and lately. you're going to bring that. that and he was, he was going over like how he told – Everything the Eagles, everything, have, yeah. because the Titans don't change anything, which probably changes now because Downing's gone. Well, yeah, but but AJ also said that he, like, he wanted to retire a Titan, like he wanted to be in Tennessee his whole yeah. career, but yeah. you know, didn't have J. Rob screwed that whole thing up. The whole well, AJ. he's not I mean, here anymore. Exactly, but, and that's but, why he's not here anymore. I but mean, I was going to say also uh, about that Titans ain't the only team that does that when they get rid of players. A lot of t- a lot, no. pretty much every player is like whenever they're wanting out of a situation or something like that, they'll be like, "Oh, free at last or where should I go next?" And like, no, 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 I was talking about the play calling thing. Oh, I mean, like like when I was saying like, well, we're a team that's stuck in the whatever yeah. years. But again, we, that's not like a that's like, not a Titans only thing. No. They get rid of players, they trade players all the time and they don't like even if it's a big matchup game, they're not going to change everything about the way that they do things just for that one player because right. you got you got Past players on all well, the, sorts of the rosters. The sad thing is, is like AJ got traded in the offseason. So, like that, it's more of it's traded in the season than it is like if you're trading the offseason, like, hey, maybe change it up a little bit. But at the same time, like you said, a lot of teams have very similar. I think a lot of what he was saying is that the, the, like there's just no creativity. There was no creativity in the offense. I think yeah. I think a lot of what AJ was saying was that was it was just all so like basic. Yeah, and like uh, to Derek twice. And yeah, throw exactly pass that. Third and seven. Yeah, as he breaks one. Yeah, I mean like, really. I mean it's, and when your offensive line was as down as ours was, I mean it's and like, well, much, much like more can you do? I, I think Vrabel. I, I like I think everyone wants to come play for Vrabel. That's they all. I mean, he's a play. player's well, coach. Well, and that's another thing too is that there was a lot of. Um, talking on like Twitter and stuff about how much of that is actually true because when he was talking with like Taylor Lewan and I think it is 100% true yeah, I'm just uh, doing the devil's advocate here yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a a, a good uh, uh, mentality there but the thing that a lot of people were bringing up was that you know there it seems as though Vrabel has certain players that he sort of gravitates towards uh, than others you know it's like you got the players that he'll come out on the field on if they're hurt and then you got the ones that he's not going to uh, and they were talking about how, like, as good of a legacy as Taylor Lewan is, you know, that left, he helped 
I mean, I give him a lot of credit for rebuilding the culture around the team um, and, you know, helping grow a fan base that desperately needed to be built up. Um, but there was also this kind of thing of he had this for the boys mentality and everybody kind of thought that the whole team is this scrappy bunch of guys that, you know, fought for everything that they got. But in, when in reality, it was about 10 guys that was sort of the for the boys mentality. And then there was the other guys that were fighting for, you know, just a playing spot that kind of felt left out. And that whenever you see, you know, players come in and they're not in for a long time and they don't kind of get pulled into that atmosphere surrounding Taylor Lewan and others, then those are the ones when they leave to go like, yeah, it's not really fun there. Yeah, well, because I feel I, like a lot of that is our last few years have been so many injuries, and you constantly are bringing in some. You know, like if you have a team that stays relatively healthy, you're not bringing in new guys every week. And but with our team, I mean, it's you got a whole new starting group every single week, and it's like it's hard to get that continuity and stuff like that. And I get I get what you're saying, and, and you're getting it, but I feel like most all players would like to play for Vrabel just because he's a player's coach and they kind of he gets what they're going through yeah but I mean it's one of those things like I said it is inconsistent as a roster as we've had using that many players it's like you know I mean you know I, I for the boys yeah we're for the boys but it's like I don't even know who you are like you just <laughs> got here I don't, I don't know, know the boys you're from like I don't, I don't even boys. know you know what I'm saying well so, like, that could be some of it talking but. about Vrabel and talk about Luan a minute but there was a tweet out the other day since Vrabel's been the head coach there has not ever been one game or one point in the season where the Titans were not in playoff contention every single game I mean every year he's been there yeah they've been in the hunt every single year so talking about this upcoming year rebuild retool whatever I think just because Vrabel's there they're going to be they're going to be in the middle of something they're not going to they're not going to have the first pick in the draft Mm. is basically what I'm saying uh I, f- I feel like they'll be competitive. Um, when it comes, and then Lawan's legacy. Yeah, I want to talk about Lawan's legacy in a minute because when he come in there, he was a little punk, and Ken Wisenhunt tried to make him the captain, like his rookie year, mm-hmm. uh, like trying to make him a leader. You know, trying to make him something that he wasn't at the time. Well, which could have destroyed him, but he actually ended up becoming the, I mean, a leader. He it. How, how many? How many? T- how many teams in the NFL? The left tackle's the star. None. Not, well, none. none. But, but it was with Taylor Lewan. Well, that's, yeah. He was also a high-profile pick at a time in which we had nothing. I mean, we didn't have anything. I always say he was the pick. He was the pick bringing him in. That's when everything kind of started to shift in Tennessee. Um, See, because already, they already had a starting left tackle and right tackle, mm-hmm. Michael Roos, David Stewart, yeah. who were older. And so everyone was like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And then when they picked Lewan mm-hmm. – you know, it was like, well, they're going to groom him behind. Uh, I think Roos was the left tackle. Yeah. But but bringing him in started to change things. And I think, I don't know. I mean, obviously, busting with the boys definitely helped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely helped a lot. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm wearing their but merch right I, now. <laughs> you can see it from, like, Lawan's standpoint. I, I'm sure he's probably talked about this, and I just haven't seen it. But, like, you get drafted at that at that time period for that Titans team. And you, oh. and you coming out of you know I mean you you come you know you know you're going to play in the NFL and then you get in Nashville that was abysmal at the time. His first was, two years he won five games combined. I mean yeah and again he, and he's talking like said he's talked about it yeah and mix that yeah mix that with like a a small market atmosphere yep yeah man that'd be that'd be absolutely he went from that he went from that mm-hmm. winning two games and three games in his first two years to going to the AFC Championship game yeah. 
like what to two two in his four in his fourth year fifth yeah. year something like that yeah and blocking for a two thousand yard rusher Derek I mean I was also surprised about how many people were shocked when Taylor One got released I know the, the, the people that were are people who don't follow what was taking place yeah Uh, well and it wasn't just tennessee fans either right i mean it was just people from all like oh my gosh i can't believe because the big name it was like as soon as he got hurt heck buzzing with the boys pretty much broke the story afterwards like i mean he kept saying he was like (laughs) he's like like, i'm gonna gonna get get cut cut. yeah i'm gonna get cut because they owe me i think they owed him like 14 million or 14 and a half million might have been more than that might have been 16 it was yeah it was a pretty good chunk of change because i mean they they paid robert woods the same thing at one time, he was the highest paid left yeah. tackle in NFL history. Yep. When he made when he come contract. out in the Boss Hog outfit yeah. and everything. I mean, yeah. it's it's like I'd like to see him bring him back if it's on some kind of because he has had two straight ACL. He hadn't played hard in any game since he signed that contract. Yeah. And I mean, it, and the year he signed it was the PD year, yeah. and so he missed the first part of that season. Yeah. And then he finally he he struggled when he came back, and then he finally then got he got good. In. But I mean, like yeah, I would like to see him bring him back, but at the same time, I mean, you gotta. I mean, at some point, you gotta move on. But. It is absolutely a lock that they will draft a tackle within to. the first two rounds. They have, they have to, because um, I'm not sold on Petit Freer. Like, well, I mean, Petit Freer could be on the line, but I'm not sold on him if, as a right tackle. If they don't, God help whoever they have. I mean, who, whoever's yeah. whoever's behind. I want year. them to trade Tannehill for anything because. Mm-hmm. Because Jets you, will give us a second round pick. Oh my gosh! Do it. Go for it. Do it. Do it. All yes, all day. Because 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 the Titans have too many holes. The, the Titans have six draft picks this year, six picks, and get, still got to make a lot more cuts. And at, even then, you're not going to have enough money to sign multiple high level starters because you're going to have to pay Jeffrey Simmons. And they could restructure Tannehill's contract to. Right. Do stuff, but you they got to have more picks. You can't fill all these holes on the roster with six picks. And one thing, but well, one thing I saw was after this coming season, they got a lot all of cap. That money is like, oh, yeah. so it's like they so, got a lot of you cap. Know, this year could be one of the, like, but like, I think they'll stay competitive. And this isn't know. a year to get a receiver in free agency because there's not hardly any out there. Yeah. Um. So they may make a trade. So and the, you know they're talking about there's could be several guys open on the market for trades. Jalen but Ramsey. but yeah. but I don't I. You're using draft capital to do that. that. Yeah, so it's kind of it's. A, and I'm excited to see what Rand tough. does. I really like him. I like um, Rand. I like I Rand. It's, I think it was a good hire. You know, Anthony Richardson's hype has gone way up right now. Yeah. Quarterback from Florida, and he's a guy who could possibly be. I mean, he he probably be there when the Titans pick. Yeah. I'm not saying they should pick Some him. Some of the people have been putting him ahead of like pretty much everyone. Stroud, they got him at like two, the number yeah. two guy. Like someone had their day mock drafting, it was Richardson one, Stroud two, and then Bryce Young was like fifth pick, and then Levis. Levis was like seven or nine, something like that. Which um, Levis is kind of falling down. You know, if 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 four quarterbacks go top ten, that just drops you more other talent, talent to eleven, which then you maybe could trade back and pick up some more stuff. But I, that's gonna, I, of course, I love the draft. That's gonna be interesting. Combine's coming up soon, so all that'll get. I'm going. more excited about this draft. Which is funny because I don't expect us to be amazing in the draft considering everything that's going on. But I am excited about only because it's going to give you a clear picture. After this yeah. draft, we'll have a clear picture well, of what direction we have to and go. And we in. don't know like like we don't know how Rand is going to draft. Yeah. So that makes it exciting. Well, that that's true. Because you, know. you don't know I mean like you kinda like with J Rob, I mean He'd make some trade. He'd do some stuff, you know, and you kind of got a feel for him. But like Rand, I mean, 
Like, the, you don't the first know. thing you heard of it was that we might go get number one. Like that was yeah. the first thing that came out was like we might trade up to one to get a guy. So which, like, you just don't which know if I mean, if you're if you're all in for Bryce Young, and that's your guy, then do it. But, but. man, you're, that's a lot of draft capital you're giving up. You're probably going to give up. Obviously, this year's first, next year's first, probably the year after that's first, and more picks in there with that. I mean, he'd have to pan out or. How are you going to build around him? You're looking, yeah. Not to mention the with fact young that, talent. Well, I mean, that, but I mean, a couple of years you're going to have to start looking for a running back again. Oh yeah, well the, you know there's already like there was there's chatter this past week that the Titans could trade Henry. Well, you can get something out of it. And I'm going to be honest with you too. I also heard that, but. I don't necessarily disagree with it from the perspective of I kind of want Henry to be successful somewhere because he ain't going to be successful this year. Yeah. And good night. I mean, yeah, he'll have a lot of yards for us, but that's not that's not a good thing. And <laughs> from what from the perspective of how he's going to earn those man, yards. Man, I'm a big B. John Robinson fan. Yeah. He's a stud. I don't know if you take him at 11, but ooh. He's it's good. a gamble. <laughs> he's good. All right. I think we talked enough about this. And let's, let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the XFL a little bit, I guess. <laughs> You know, I, friend, had, I haven't watched any of it yet. Me and Dustin and Mason. Mason, well, he invited me to go see a Battlehawks game, but I, St. Louis, I have right? talked so much junk. Yeah, St. Louis. Uh, that, that goes to show you the success rate of the XFL that Evan don't even know. The, <laughs> the, king, of, the know. king of football himself doesn't even know. I've not watched even a second Who's of the it. quarterback for the Battlehawks? AJ McCarron? There you go. Is it AJ? Okay. I just there knew AJ even tearing it up. There you go. So, I know the, the Houston he Rough. Hit or miss. He did. Go ahead. Houston Roughnecks, right? That's the team, right? Yeah, but you like the logo. That's the only reason I, why. That, that was my guy. Um, yeah. the, so they invited me to go watch a game, or they were trying to plan out a game. But then I talked so much junk about the XFL <laughs> that they rescinded the invitation. But then I watched AJ win the other night. And now I'm kind of like I kind of want to go watch him, <laughs> um, but and then uh, and then AO was talking about he's all in. yeah he's talking about the XFL too, and I I think I got I think I made him legitimately mad on uh, the text messages there because I was just like I hope it fails <laughs> I hope it like blows up I hope like nothing there's no success that comes out of that league I want it to just crash and burn and he said why. And I said, well, one, the reason why I'm like that is because I love making people that like the XFL mad simply because, um, I, I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, it, I, I'm one of the people that can get enough football. Like, I, I love football. You know, I watch college football, love high school football, love the NFL. Baseball. I like baseball now. Let's let's watch. Some well, and you got you, know you what got I'm March Madness Ex- coming absolutely. up. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, yeah, like I'm definitely going to pick that over the XFL. And and that's the Mar- March Madness. Which when when do they do they play on uh, Thursday nights? When when does XFL? No idea. No idea. I, I'm not. That, I'm not that, sure. I mean, that goes to show you how invested I am. And how many? It. Okay. And I, I I mean, how many teams? Is there eight? Ten? Twelve? Does Washington still have a team? What DC? Because uh, Cardell Jones was a quarter. Now, their season got cut short because of COVID, right? Right. This is the first year back, right? Right. Since then. Yes, that's true. Yeah, okay. All right, go. I'm didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. No, I don't. No. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to run case. it through my that's head the here. Thing is, it's like, but uh, Mason over at you, I mean, he's... Like, is he I, all in? Well, he's all in from the perspective of, like, I asked him, I said, why, you know, why, why, why do you care? And he goes, it's more football. That's all he said. It's more football. Right. It's more football. It yeah. does not matter. It's just, just there's it's more. Just, yeah. And I go, yeah, but you 
that argument could stand up against the fan-controlled league. But ain't nobody watching the fan-controlled league. Nobody cares about the fan-controlled league. Nobody. All right? It's a it's a joke. And but your but your like arguments the same. It's more football. Yeah, yeah. But it's not more quality football. No. It's and, just football and I yeah. think that is is as interesting of a prospect as the XFL is, one, we need to quit with this whole farm farm league argument. We need to stop with that. We need to stop with like, you know, it, it's it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. We already have a farm league. It's called college. I mean that's seriously, and it and the thing that's so frustrating about it is it's like no, like baseball has college too, and basketball has college too, and I'm like, yeah, but there's a very strict time limit on football. <laughs> like baseball, you can hang out in the minors for a little bit, and you know if you find that extra gear, you can get called up, and you still have longevity. You can play for a while. Football, that clock's ticking, man. You mm-hmm. your body can only last so long unless you're Derrick Henry. That's the only human. Yes. Uh, and then after that, well, go ahead. Like you said, I mean. Even basketball, the G League is not really the highest level of basketball. I mean, like, it's solid, but, yeah. I mean, it's – NBA is different. But MLB is a little different because you use so many players and go through different things. But yeah. for me, it's like – I mean, I'm not big on any of that kind of XFL stuff. Like, I think what makes the NFL cool is, like, the fact that you get all geared up because it's only – you have that those select weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what makes it – because the baseball season is – Super long. NBA season is really long. You've got NFL's, 18 got weeks. Like, yeah, 18 weeks and then some playoffs. And 17 it's like, games, yeah. And you have one game a week, and you have that hype every week leading up to Or I guess yeah. you, know, you have Monday and Thursday nights. But it's like you have that lead up to it, and that's what makes it special is like it's that time of year. And so, I don't know. I, I'm not for, like you said, any kind of supplemental league or anything like that. Like I think, like you said, the, the clock's on the NFL guys, and they have such a – big roster that I mean you know between that and the practice squad they're carrying quite a few guys each team and there's you know 32 teams I mean it's I think I'm not for any kind of supplemental league and like you said I don't want to watch bad football like I, there's yeah. other sports well, that interest I get people that, that love bad football, football but I mean it's it's entertaining and you definitely get because that's the that's the argument that I make with people all the time is and I'm sorry for those you can hear my dog outside but i I thought taking him outside would make it easier for us to have the podcast today, and I was completely wrong on that. But uh, the argument is, like, there has to be this level when you're watching a sport, from my perspective. I have, unless it's, like, high school and stuff, too, which doesn't matter, and you'll see what I mean by that. But, like, when I'm watching, like, a professional-level sport, I always have to have that subconscious thing in the back of my head, like, I can't do that, and that's why I'm watching it. Like, I, I can't dunk a basketball. That's why I watch other people do it that's mm-hmm. why you know that's like i you know i mean i ran a 7 in my 40 yard dash in high school do you understand how slow that is so it's like never was going to be an athlete and watching them do it's the same reason why i go and watch you know concerts and stuff is that it's like i can't do that but i want to enjoy watching someone who can't and so on the that on the professional level that's the reason why it is the xfl i think passes that test for me yeah because don't get me wrong. In no universe, I think any of the professional leagues I could compete in, but at least it's easier to see. Man, they're doing some next level things that the normal person can't do, and I, it passes the test. I mean, it, it's thought out from that perspective. Well, and I mean, they've got AJ McCarron. I mean, so that's a that's a good that's a big name. Mm. And there's there's some others, and it's just kind of funny because I think can't think of their names right now. But there were several other names that I had heard of before that had played in the league. Uh. So I think that I have, but I have not watched 
I have not been able to catch a game yet. Um, I need to. And the rule changes they got. Like fourth, uh, don't they go instead yeah. of onside kick? You got a fourth and fifteen from the yeah. like twenty or twenty five or something. Great idea, which is yeah, yeah cool. And then the, is there a three point conversion? Well, you you have a choice of a one, two, or three. Okay, the way so I understand it. So you know, yeah. I mean, at least that's the way I understand it. Different, you know. I mean, it, trying stuff out. That's, yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the problem with it. Okay, as far as I'm aware. The NFL is working with this league. I'm pretty sure. This that's why they're thinking this will actually stick around See, because the Rock will, is, the Rock is like in he's like the head of it. So, and yeah, he has football experience, and like they're actually partnering with the NFL to see if some of the rules and things can, like that's why they're thinking but, it might stick. But the problem with it is like a test league. Yeah, even if say for example, like. I'm I, I'm just I'm always under the impression that like the NFL is always going to do well. It's not even like a conspiracy. I mean, it's just business. They're always going to do what's in benefit to them. Mm-hmm. They're always going to do their their bottom line. Yep. And even though the XFL is not taking place during the NFL season, if there's even a chance that it could pull away some sort of a of a revenue stream from the NFL, it's not going to work out. Yeah, NFL's and, king. Yeah, and it's all yeah, I mean, that's the way that it is. The yeah. shield's always going to be above all the rest when it comes to that. Yeah. Like maybe partnering with the NFL can help, but the NFL, like even doing that, at the end of the day, that's not going to give you some sort of level of protection. I mean, when it comes to stepping in their way, I mean, it's just not. Yeah, no, and and, and 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 they realize that because they're not directly competing against the NFL in yeah. terms of time slots and in terms of the year. So I don't know, now, I, but, but again, I think that just let the like you said, let the supplemental league stuff. The XFL, what uh, the other league? Is it the is it the USFL? No, there's another league out yeah, there. The is it USFL again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they finished the season last year and had a championship and all that stuff. And they're I think they're coming back, aren't they, for this season? No, I don't know. <laughs> but that would be that'd be another thing. one. I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, XFL probably gets more would get more notoriety than that, but I don't know. I, uh, you have to wait and see. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to last very long. I don't think very many people are thinking it's going to last very long. Well, like I like, would like for it to. Like just for me, like deep down, foot, I would like for foot, it to. Football fan, like I'm. I, I at this point in the year, I'm way more interested in the combine and the draft for the NFL than I am at XFL. So. The NFL's done a really good job of making the NFL a year-round it's all, thing. Yeah, you got you got free agency coming up here starting middle of March. Yeah. Combine's coming up here in a few days, or I think it is. Then you got the draft, and then you got – I mean, yeah, it's, it's all year. Yeah. Yeah, as much as I like to, to mess with people and make them mad about that, I don't have a problem with the XFL like making it from, from that perspective. But, again, it's one of those things like I don't care if they make it, but don't expect me to like – I don't really – I don't really care. It is, yeah. And 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 it is what it is. The names that you pull in, the only names I care about are in the NFL. NFL, yep. You know, that, know. That, that that's it. I mean, it's. I don't know. The the the, the name notoriety. It's frustrating. That's what drives everyone to the yeah to the league. Yeah. Well, and they set it up that way. I mean, when yep. it, when it comes to 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 sponsorship deals and everything that kind of encompasses that you've set up a economy based around names rather than teams itself i mean you know it, it especially in sports like the nba and the in and kind of the mlb i would say um i guess since you have just so many people on so many rosters it's kind of harder to do that way but the nfl definitely embraced it yeah completely so yeah. Um, all in 
Uh, I don't know if there's anything else we're going to talk about or not. Anybody well, remember I anything look, else? Yeah, the the new MLB rules. Oh yeah, yeah. That. See, that's why. Um, so no, go the, for it. Okay, yeah, you're so the I, baseball expert, so yeah, you do it. So okay, the first one is the pitch clock. Um, so I'm I'm just wanted to look it up to be exact. So. The pitch clock for the 2023 season and beyond. A, pitch, a pitcher has 15 seconds to deliver the ball with the bases empty or 20 seconds with the bases occupied. A hitter must be in the box and facing the pitcher with no less than eight seconds remaining. And there's already been, like, there's only been, today was the there's, first game. Some people have been and, called out for that. Yeah, Manny Machado got the first dueled strike. So, like, if, you, if you're if you not, he was not in the box with eight seconds left. And he said the umpire was telling him, like, you got to be in here with eight, got to be in here with eight. And, like, they're wanting to speed up the game. They said the first game that they did was two hours, 30 minutes, and compared to normally last year, the average game was three hours. So, mm-hmm. it's cutting some time. I'm not, like, hardcore one way or the other. Yeah, I think there could be some things like that to speed people up. But it also takes away from the game because there's that mental part of, okay, this pitcher's dealing. I'm going to call time, step out right when he's about to, you know, just to try and throw him off and that kind of stuff. And you, I think you get, like, probably one, you can call timeout once or twice per bat or whatever. Um, the pickoffs is one of them. So, like, if you have runner on first, you cannot throw over more than twice. So that kind of changes the game too because if I get them to throw over twice, then I can basically just get whatever lead I want mm-hmm. because they can't can't do it again. They can't do it again. Yeah. So it's – you know, and it's – they're trying to get speed back in the game. They're, they ban the shift. So now you have to have – like you cannot have your foot in the grass of the outfield or on either side of second base. So like you have to have two people on each side. I mean yeah. – but and my argument there is hit the ball the other way, like learn how to be a hitter, like you're a professional, you should be able to do it. But I know like that's it goes back to home runs. People like seeing home runs, they like seeing stolen bases, they want to get that part and the bag is bigger too. And I don't yeah, and I saw that too, and all the memes surrounding that yeah. too. Like, Which I don't want them to go it? to no. so they've increased the size of the of the bags. Not very much at all. But the memes that people are saying online is they've really they made them huge. Just to kind of say, you know, back in, you know, all the back in my day guys. I don't want the two base because I'm worried you're going to do that in high school. Like softball. Softball has the two base. Yeah. I don't know. I want no part of that. Just for first base? Yeah. Why does it matter, dude? It's it's not baseball. That's softball. See? See, and that's that's back in my day right there. What does it matter? I don't don't want to. It's safer. So? Like it's not that dangerous. If it's safer and it doesn't affect, here's the thing. Well, that two or three extra inches makes it safer now, so we're good. We don't need a second bag. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah, that's fine. I I, I would rather the bag be bigger than than, uh, have two bags. I I see. I feel like you're splitting hairs there because, again, if it makes it safer, yeah, especially from a high from a high school standpoint. I don't. See I played first feelings. base. I got stepped on multiple times. Okay, you wouldn't have to. I'm alive. I'm okay. Didn't you get hurt? Didn't he get hurt last? Didn't you like get somebody slide into your shin or something? Yeah, well, that wasn't last year's when I was playing. But yeah, I have a huge gash. But that had like they just intentionally cleated me with metal spots. Was that at first base? No, it was at third base. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, first I thought, base. I thought I, I had, had like someone stepped on me and got like intent. They got tossed from it, and it started like a fight one time in a summer ball game. Because if you had likes. the orange base, not a problem. Is it no, orange? Isn't I, it orange? The softball, I think it's yeah. different colors, but I don't. I mean, I, there's no need for a safety base. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's one of those things, like, in order for me, if I get stepped on at first, mm. that kid was intentionally trying to step on me at first. It has nothing, like, there's plenty of base there. And let me where. be very clear about something. This is never a thought I've ever had in my head. This was just wanting to start an argument <laughs> with Devin. I, but, again, I don't see, I think it's just uh, you're changing baseball, you know, that kind I of thing. I am 100% one of the, I'm, like, old school in the fact that like, I don't want the game to change. Like, I love it. 
it goes back to like I tell the kids all the time. One of my first <laughs> quotes, I have a quote of the day, and I, you have, we have a quote every single day, and they got to memorize it and read it back, all that good stuff. One of the first ones I always use is baseball is like church. Many attend, few understand. People that say baseball is boring don't know baseball. If you actually know the ins and outs of the game of baseball and people, you realize that, that every single pitch matters, there's no final. I can't run the ball and try to give me a clock. I can't do what happened in the Super Bowl. There's no stupid call. Baseball when I was like a that. kid it's, wasn't boring no. in terms of the MLB. Baseball now is boring. Now, well, that's, now this I is mean, coming from a guy who still consistently watches St. Louis Cardinals yeah. uh, throughout the season, uh, consistently. Yeah. And I will still admit, baseball is boring now. It well, is. I mean, there's times like, okay, so if it's a random – Monday night game and it's like the Pirates versus the I don't know who just Nationals and it's like two irrelevant teams like am I sitting there and watching that whole game I don't know I'm a baseball I fan I, I love baseball I watch it all the time Dude. but like I get that there's sometimes that baseball can be perceived as boring but if it's like if you really know what's going on and you're understanding that every okay so why did he throw that pitch there why are they doing this there and, and you kind of get to understanding okay that's cool he's setting him up for three innings from now and he's going to see him again with that pitch he didn't it didn't even matter this at bat and you start really calculating all that stuff it's like this game is awesome there's so much more here than i even really understand and so yes but the interesting thing about that is is that that's coming from the perspective of you being able to watch it on tv which yeah. was just in terms of how people that's, are able to follow the game now and kind of pull the curtain back on how the game is played now yeah. that's just come out since HD television has been a thing. Yeah. But in terms of being able to sit there and listen to a game on the radio, which I yeah. consistently did when I was 9 and 10 years old when the when the Cardinals were down six games, yeah. didn't even have a chance for the wild card. Now I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And and it has nothing to do with, well, you just got older. and Because that was another thing I've argued with my friends before was uh, they were like, well, you just change. You know, they just change. And, you There's know, so many more th- things to do now, too. Well, and the other thing is, it's just it's not. I mean, this is a distraction look, right here. Yeah, I mean, well, like, that's now true. you can pull up anywhere and look at it, and it's. I get what you're saying, though. I do, but, but well, I mean, you look at it, it's like what? What is it like? Last year was there like ten or eleven teams that combined for under two forty hitting wise, which oh, never yeah, used to used to like there wasn't like, gosh. 15 years ago, there wasn't a single team in the MLB that and consistently hit under 240. That that's wasn't why they're That comes to the shift ban, and they're trying to get the – which I'm one of those. And like you should, you should be able to – strikeouts yeah, are the ones yeah. that – it's what they're wanting. The three-strike yep. hitter – or the three-equation hitter, it's either a walk, a strikeout, or a home run. But which the thing is today, pitching is directly, so insane. It's, it's got nothing to do with – maybe – it's it's logistics. It's all logistics, dude. Yeah. Logistics is that the analytic part of it. Yeah, analytics of it has completely. But the, what people are able to do now with the base, you got guys throwing at 100 miles an hour with crazy amount of sync. Like it's insane to hard. It's hard to hit that. I mean, it's it was back whenever you had one or two guys that were throwing 100, and they're the guys that all these awards are named after. But here's here's the problem with that. My argument has always been, if you know. You, all the way up through baseball history, pitching's gotten better and batting's gotten better consistently together. Okay, there's never been a time other than right now, which I mean, I, I, outside of the dead ball era, like coming into modern baseball. And from what I've seen, there's never been an instance where uh, you've had such a such a gap in terms of batter's ability or batter's success, which was always you know, yeah. there's a game of failures anyway. But like they base, the you know, pitching's gotten better. Then all of a sudden, now you got batting lagging behind enough to where it's noticeable. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, you got, you got fantastic hitters in, in the MLB, but, oh, yeah. but overall, 
I agree with Devin. I think I've said on podcasts before we've kind of disagreed a little bit, but I've kind of come around over the time. It's like, yeah, pitching's gotten way better, or, or at oh, least it's a, gotten. What's an, it's what it is is more it's technology. Like you hear, like that's David really Cohn, I mean. he he went over to ESPN and did a lot of games. He talks about, man, I wish I had what they have now because there's cameras and everything, and it shows exactly where my hands place on this ball, and I'm getting this many RPMs of spin. So okay, let me turn it just a little bit this way. All of a sudden, that goes up by a couple hundred. Okay, let's try it this way. And so like that's what these that's what they're doing right now in spring training is they're trying to figure out pitches to throw, how they can get more spin, what's causing that ball to move. Like it breaks down their entire body's movement and what they can if they move their arm a little bit more this way, will it get this much more spin? And it's like it's insane. Plus the velocity now of what they're throwing plus you add in the fact of like the baseballs they change the baseballs now apparently like all of a sudden they need a bunch of home runs don't give the balls a little more pop and stuff like so that how who knows what was happening back in the day to, to that either but like i said now they don't teach complete hitters they want home runs you know because the analytics say that okay he's if he swings for the fences every single time and he hits that home run it could be the difference in a game so why not have him swing for a home run every single time? Because he gets a two-out single here, okay, that does nothing for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the argument from the analytical part of it. And well, I think take there's it. analytics that are really good. Here. But there's some that have – it has hurt the game of baseball. Hurting the game of baseball also, I think, is subjective in, in terms of how we're explaining mm-hmm. it. Because the fact of the matter is you're taking the randomness out of it. Yeah. And the randomness is what made it fun. You know, that's what made – that's why people watch every pitch of a game is that anything could happen. It's like now it's consistently less so. Now you, especially if you're following your team enough, now you kind of have an idea of what direction well, you're going. You in. know, and I tell the kids all the time, like, you can go up there and have the four best at bats you had and hit four seeds, just pure, pure, couldn't hit any better, and it goes right to somebody. And then the next day you go up there and you have four right off the end of the bat that bloop right in and fall. It's baseball. That's part of, like, the, that. What, what you're saying, that randomness is what makes it great. But, I mean, it's – you know, baseball is such a hard game. It's a game of failure. It's the only sport where you're designed to fail. There's no, like, way around it. You fail seven out of ten times. That's the old cliche. You're in the Hall of Fame. You know, it, it is a game of failure. Nothing is designed for you to succeed, really. It, it's a very difficult game. Um, I mean, like, literally the pitcher, you know, it's the only sport where the defense has the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's different. It's backwards. There's no shot clock. There's no, you know, I – I love the quote by C.C. Sabathia, and he's like, you know, there's 40,000 people in the Bronx, and blank, don't start till I'm ready. And that's the kind of like, that's the thing about baseball. It's different, and it's America's pastime because everyone, you know, they always play it and love it. And like you said, that was listening to the radios and stuff like that, and it's what people grew up playing and getting out and playing. Now you don't ever see people just getting out and playing baseball. They all have the travel balls, and the, they're doing it. It's all organized stuff. And I think and that's hurt. I that's, think that's part hard. of it too, and that, they're trying to get back into just getting kids in because it does seem well, it, it, baseball is so difficult. That's why people go off of it because you look at what happens in our in our high schools and systems and stuff like that. You have people every year that are juniors and seniors like, oh, I want to go try playing football. Well, they can probably teach you how to hit somebody, and you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from football. I've had this conversation with the football. We've all talked about it. You have like you can teach them if you're an athlete. I can teach you to be good at football, at least in the high school level. Out of you know skills what I'm positions, yeah, most yeah. Definitely. But then I you mean, take yeah. some of those people and they come out there to the baseball field, like I want to try out baseball. I'm like, okay, come try out. Yeah, they can't even touch it. They don't have any well, idea what to do with well, baseball. It's so much, baseball has such a culture wrapped around it. I yeah. mean, like you, like so much so. There, I, I, I it, eh, maybe I'll I'll go ahead and say it like that. I have seen that, you know, you always hear the whole, 
and you've had, I'm sure, tons of friends growing up that was the same way. You know, they'll say, I love playing this sport. I hate watching this sport. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I've loved, but you don't see that very much with baseball. Typically, not always, yeah. but typically, you'll see a lot of the other people be like, I love football, but man, I can't watch it. I can only play it, you know, growing up. Or same thing with basketball, you know. Uh, a little less so than football, but whatever. And then with baseball, it always seems to me like everybody loves baseball. Everybody, you know, that that was raised in it has a favorite team, has a group of favorite players that they watch. They might not catch all the games, but World Series, you know, comes around. They're they're right in it with it, um, because there is so much wrapped around it. It is a lifestyle. It's, yeah, it's it, well, it, like it, I know, said, it's, and it's, it's understanding it to want to watch it. Like I said, it's not the most, but the thing with baseball too, I think it is the best in person sport to attend. You go to a baseball game, all of a sudden you see. How's that dude hitting that thing? That's he's throwing that 100 miles an hour. Like how am I? You should yeah. see you see a home run hit in person, and you're like, oh my gosh! Like that dude, that ball. Like how's he hit that? That you see how big it it's, is. It's it's where like you go to a football game, and I mean we all go to football games a lot. It's awesome to see their size out there and how fast they are and hitting each other and stuff like that. But I can watch it at home. And I can still see that. I can still see how fast that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's different when you're at. You get that feel of the game. You're in there with the crowd and stuff like that. And then you go watch baseball, and it, you know, people start to kind of fall because it's like there's so much to learn about, and it's such a challenge. It's kind of like hockey. Yeah, hockey's the same way. Too. Hockey like, is uh, way better in, yeah. person. in person than it is. I mean, oh, not yeah. even close. No, yeah. yeah, you don't even. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And basketball. I mean, like you watch about most of the time, you probably have a better seat at your house watching the game than you really do at a, at a yeah. arena. You know, but. I mean, it's you know, it's a thing. I mean, baseball has started to come back a little bit, um, and it's it's getting there because, like I said, I think analytics really hurt kind of because it was like everyone was setting their team up in these shifts and things like that, and it was taken away from that. Like letting them be athletic, letting my shortstop go in the hole and get a ball, let him go up the middle and dive, make a play, and you know all that kind of stuff that was kind of. But it's hard. It's hard, it's hard yeah, to argue with the numbers, fans. Yeah, and it keeps your it keeps your people. The SC ready. top ten plays. Yeah. It, but again, it, it's hard to argue with the numbers. I, I get the argument of it. I mean, it works. It, yeah. it 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 consistently works. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. I think it. I think it just makes it just a little more sad that you know, baseball was kind of this thing where it's like, you know, the the skipper would have a oh I got a hunch you know or yeah. you know he'll signal out there and be like for some reason I feel like you just need to throw it you know just out of nowhere like well it's like that scene for major league you know like he was like don't give him a curveball you know give him the heater you know yeah. like throw it right down the middle of the plate as hard as you can and yeah it's a movie and yeah it's dumb but like it's like the point i'm trying to make is just just the fact that they were like this is the only sport where you'd be like i got a hunch if you do this you'll never see it coming you know that kind of thing and 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 they've taken a lot of that away, from away. Exactly. Like of course they have. a lot of the a lot of managerial jobs they don't even make the lineups anymore well, exactly it's, it's coming exactly. off a computer of what you yeah, should do yeah. and this and that and it's because that it's a real thing. I mean, there's a lot of times you you know. I mean, I'm relatively new in the coaching aspect, but like, there's a lot of times you just have a feel, and you gotta have you. It comes from and from coaching and being around the game, and it's like, okay, I just have a feeling here. If we go, this is what they're gonna do, or you know, this is the time to pull a guy, or because that I, that's one thing I hate. I hate seeing all these starting pitchers throwing five innings. Oh yeah, like that's five six innings and they're out, and it's like why? Like let your you got a horse, yeah. you're paying him thirty million dollars a year, yeah. let him ride. I mean, it's back in the day, like now it's someone had an over under the other day, and it was like his over under was three complete games for the year, and they're like that's a month for most of the old dudes, you know? Oh, yeah. like they're throwing three or four complete games a month. You look at yeah. guys like you look at guys like Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson, yeah. those guys like Randy Johnson. 
people don't give him enough credit of just how a freak of a human being he was. That dude. <laughs> Just I, the bird video. The bird video. Well, the bird yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, bird video. Like, uh, yeah, that alone. Disintegrated but, a bird. I like but I, I, I challenge anybody that loves baseball today that was born after the year 2000, like, go and watch Randy Johnson pitch a full game. And just by the end of it, the dude's drenched in sweat. <laughs> he has thrown, like, a ridiculous amount of pitches. And he's still got fuel in the tank. Yeah. And late into his career, it was really yeah. wild to watch. Well, yeah. um, a lot of people got, you know, back in the day, it was like, it was, you challenged hitters. You yeah. went after them. And so yeah. the pitch counts weren't so gaudy as we're now. It's like, okay, I got to get cute and try, try and throw all this off-speed stuff. And I'm trying to nibble rather than I'm trying to attack hitters. Yeah. And that that leads to a lot of 3-2 counts. And if you have a lot of 3-2 counts, obviously you're... I always like, would you know, like Greg to Maddox see what through like multiple complete games on like eighty pitches, yeah, nine pitches. Yeah. Like that's well, that's like six to five innings. Remember people. how yeah. great yeah. Jake Arrieta was, and uh, was it fifteen or sixteen? Like he had that stretch there. Oh yeah, my gosh, like where he was like the best pitcher. Oh, he was game. unbelievable. Yeah, he he was ahead of the sinker ball. Had so many close, so he closed out so many games. Yeah. I mean, like that. Yeah, the thing I hate about analytics the most is. It takes away the best thing about baseball that no one ever talks about, the knuckleball pitchers. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the best part of it. The knuckleball pitcher is the best part of the thing about baseball, hands down. It is, It is. hey, you've lost control. Hey, you or, you know, you, you got the yips or whatever. Or just, hey, you just don't have as much, like, umph anymore. Mm-hmm. Talk to, they, I forget the guy's name, but there's like, Talk to this seventy-year-old dude. It'll teach you the old knuckleball, and then you're just out there <laughs> throwing, just, just throwing out nasty stuff. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing ever because you could you could throw one that ain't nobody hitting, and then all of a sudden you'll throw the exact same pitch, no movement at all, sixty mile an hour. He crushes just, it out yeah. of there. But that was the most that was the most beautiful thing, most beautiful <laughs> thing ever. And like the analytic thing. I like we have game changer, and so that's like what we keep all of our stats on. Like you have to keep them on there, and it breaks down. It gives me a list of stats that some of them I don't even know. Like what is, but some of them I like because you know mo- the movie Moneyball was it's huge, popular, and it's basically the start of the analytical part of baseball. And like some of what they were doing initially, I really like talking about like okay, this guy gets on base a lot, but his batting average isn't high. So like, but he's finding ways on base. So it's like if you try him in this spot, let's get guys that can get on base. And like, I, there's certain stats that I go and look at immediately, and there's others that it's like, I mean, it's so wild and random that it's you're you're basing your whole thing off these yeah. random numbers that yeah. the computer's telling you, yeah. and it does take away from that. And I mean, it bit, it bit a few people. The um, Rays, the year they were a few years ago, when Blake Snell was in. He went like six no hit innings, and all of a sudden they had a bloop single and they took him out. And so all of a sudden now you're asking four guys to be on their A game, as where he was on his A game, and he was at like 60, 70 pitches. And then they ended up, that guy that came in wasn't, boom, boom, all of a sudden they're down, they lose World Series. I, I mean, it's. I'd be interesting to see, like, if you had like a time machine or something and you brought, you know, a bunch of just old time pitchers or, or anything or not even that. I mean, not even talking baseball. You brought like, like golfers like Bobby Jones and like, you know, uh, uh, just, I mean, any, any of, any of the old guys, just bring them back in, uh, to where you're at now with all the technology, just like with baseball and just see what would happen to their game and see if it would just make them to the level of like, you know, past you know not just like past tiger woods but i mean just like would it take him to another level or would it not have that much of effect on them right i think it was you know i'm kind of the component of 
I don't think a lot of those people could play today. Like Bobby Jones could 100. percent Like golf, today. golf's different. Yeah, you golf. just, you, all you're doing is giving them nice new technology in their prime. Yeah, they're probably. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about like the mechanics of the sport too. That, I, mean, I mean, being able yeah. to go to the range and then like you've got all the high speed cameras and everything that can break down exactly where your release point is and like golf, like, you know, is, or where you like I say release point when you know your wrists are where it's at at impact and going through the ball and then what's what's your back like and everything and yeah I know that golf is different from the perspective yes. of like well look at Jim Furyk and how he was able to find success with as weird of a swing that he had but you look at a lot of guys today a lot of their swings look the same and a lot of their club head speed is comparable simply because of the fact that they've been working on mechanics since they were you know mm-hmm. four years old yeah. and I think if you brought guys like that back over but yeah like, I agree what you're saying 100% but you're talking about baseball part, you don't think about, well, baseball basketball football this, like this gets back to the same thing I was saying about like Mickey yeah, Mantle I think the that's, last we, time the we last time we had this exact is what it was <laughs> right, and that's, that's fine and it never got posted say, but we can talk yeah. about it now without it getting too sketchy so yes. I can't post this one exactly but well, but you made that when we talked about this on the famous lost episode of, of behind the call you were saying Actually, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What did you say? Because I don't even want to. I want to. I mean, my thing is, I don't think that a lot of. Let's go with like so. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle is the. He's not the one exception. He's not the one one exception. He is one exception to that. He was just a naturally gifted hitter. But like, so I think what sparked the whole conversation was they were talking about Otani and Babe Ruth and how they're pitcher and hitters and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, Babe Ruth would have no chance against any pitchers today. No chance. I don't care if you have – because you know why? Because he wouldn't take care of his body because he would still drink and smoke and, like, they're all puffing cigs. Half of them had other jobs. Like, majority of those people back in the day were, like, they're carrying mail in the beginning of the day and they go to the ballpark at night and play. Yeah, Babe Ruth wasn't doing that, though. No, Babe Ruth – And Lou Gehring was not doing that he was, Babe Ruth was just, like, smoking cigs in between innings and pounding beers and, like – I mean, it's – You know, I mean, it's like, yeah, they had they – had the, they paved the way for what it is today. But I don't think you take them and you drop them in today. And it's even if they had time, it's like it's just a different game, different time. Like the, a lot of people are really good because they take care of their bodies and they do all these things. But you have your generational players that, yeah, like Mickey Mantle could probably find a way. The yeah, difference and I'm not he's the, the only one. The but. difference between then and now, and I've had time to reflect on this conversation yeah. because the way that whole thing was framed that we got for those. I mean, I think we talked. We got into a pretty <laughs> wasn't heated. But it definitely was not standard behind the call protocol, and I ended up not posting it for that reason alone. But what I was going to say was I've had time to reflect on our conversation. I think the main difference between them and now has nothing to do with talent levels at all. Mm-hmm. I think that players back then were just as incredibly talented, potentially, of what talented players are today. The conditioning is different, and 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 the the framework of raising children and understanding just how crucial it is to introduce things not just from sports levels but like music wise and everything at that like prime age between like in all honesty like four to eight or four to ten like that is when they're able to pick up you know instruments and being able to like go the path they want to go because their brains are just so malleable at that age and yeah, I'm not saying that they didn't play baseball as kids then too, but man, we've turned it into a science at this nice. point with travel ball and everything else. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've we've put tons of money into it. That the thing, taking care of your body. Um, a lot of people, a lot of the old time wouldn't be able to handle social media. They would not be around. They would be 
they could not handle it. You know, a lot of a lot of yeah, even you, players that are still in media now would be like, if I was having to play then, there's no way I would still be in the league because it's just how it was. You, you can't, you're not used to. And I know you grow up with it and you get used to it. And that's why I said those guys paved the way. I don't think the talent level is is close. But we're just not because even, they're people are bigger, faster, stronger. And like you said, the faster that part is a lot to do with the fact that they're getting these kids in eight years old and they're starting to do workouts and stuff and build their bodies. Yeah. But the talent, the talent is just, it's just not the same. Like the people are, they're better today. I'm sorry. Like that's just the way I feel about it, but they're just better today. Like I don't care. Like any, you know, I get in arguments with people all the time, Bron Michael crap. And I hate it because it, it's at the end of the day, it's a favorite player. So I'll agree with your that. favorite player I'll agree is, with that point. It's like pick a goat of food. Somebody's gonna say pizza, somebody's gonna chicken. It's whatever you like the best. Like people hate on LeBron because he does all this off the court stuff and they think he's a sissy and cries all the time. Yeah, he's six eight and goes downhill and gets punched and he don't even look like it because he's so strong. Like, yeah, I mean he's gonna get upset when he don't get a call. <laughs> Michael had to quit the game of basketball because it was too much pressure on him and he had to go try and play baseball. Like he couldn't well, there handle. There was more to it than just that. Yes, that, but was that is a simplistic. large part of it, and it was okay, like he wait, couldn't wait, even wait, handle the well, pressure of it. All right. Anyway, I'm okay. not getting off on that. No, 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 no. I'm going to make all these people upset, and no, they're going to no, come no, at no, me no, again. No, no, and no. I don't care because no. Michael Jordan is great. Congratulations. No, he, that's he not good. what I'm talking about. Back up for a second. No, well, me and you had this argument last time. You said verbatim that people like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, people like Larry Bird, could not play in the league today, and I said you were insane for thinking that. I stick with. You don't think people. Like that could play today. No, they're playing against a bunch of bozos. Like <laughs> they're not. I, like I, if I was born in the fifties, I would have been a professional athlete and would have been a great of all time. I'm not arguing with you that the, especially when it comes to the NBA, that the sport is completely different. I'm not arguing with that, and yeah. I'm not arguing with the fact that they play the sport completely different. This yeah. the, and, and now and everyone's seven foot and can shoot from forty feet. Like yes, I, I do think it. Larry Bird could play today. Maybe. Yeah. I mean that cat could Kareem, shoot, like, pass. Yeah, they could probably play, but like it's like they're probably I'm not a saying Kareem. Player. I'm not saying Kareem would be a superstar, but but there is a but there has to be in he like the reason why I said Kareem was because we were trying to nail down a time frame of where he thinks the cutoff period is to because where? to where professional athletes could play in sports like the NBA. There's certain and not. players that could, but it's yeah. It's but a I was trying huge. to nail down a uh, nail down a hard date yeah. because. Shaq and his prime is playing in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Shaq. Okay, all right. So we know, <laughs> like, early 90s, we're okay with it, all right? Like, as soon as he gets out of LSU, we know that that date and but and, and so on that players can play. It it's like, it's the player itself. Shaq is a freak of, he's a he's seven foot. He was super athletic. Do you think that there are certain players in the league now that's not going to be able to play in the league 20 years from now if they were in their prime in the tw- like 20 years from now? Potentially, yeah. So you think that you think the evolution of the game that people are just going to continue? You don't think that there is a hard limit of this theoretical thing that you push forward of them being talented and in in. I'm not arguing with no, that. No, the numbers no, I'm are there. Saying, like, the I know that, that I know the data's can, there. If it continues to get better, like there's still going to be there's going to be your Kevin Durant's and LeBron's and the, or Giannis that are freaks of nature athletically and skillfully Luka. that can play in any Luca Kobe. I mean, like you're going to have those that yeah they could still play in 20 years. But what I'm saying is back whenever all those guys were playing and putting up all those records, they were playing against guys who weren't that good. And, and I'm sorry, like I know that's a lot of people's heroes when they're growing up. But go watch the. I mean, like, the games are all on YouTube, and people are always like, you don't even know because you weren't alive then. Every game's on YouTube. I can go I'm watch gonna say, any though, I want to. I mean, you watch some of those Celtics-Lakers finals. Yeah. Though, like, I know that you're thinking some of the guys on those teams couldn't play today. 
There's a lot of guys on those two teams that might be able to play today. That would Maybe. definitely be able to play. I mean, today. I mean, Larry Bird absolutely is playing today. Magic That's, Johnson definitely few, Magic, is playing. Yeah, Magic yeah. was kind of he kind of changed the game in his way. I'm not. He didn't. I mean, it wasn't that. I mean, they were just legitimately good players. Yeah, but Magic did kind of like from being that big and being now, a point comes, guard. And what I'm saying, like that's why I'm saying he's yeah. kind of changing the game. It's the size thing too. Like, and I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. All these and little guys, like now, it's like okay. Now they're like now point guards are my they're six five they're not five eleven five nine guys anymore. All right, and I, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you. I no, do apologize, I but, but I'm talking about like the NFL, okay? Because our two arguments kind of coincide. No, 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 no. Our arguments kind of coincide with this because I'll agree. Okay, there is a ton of people in the NFL that would have that would get killed today if they step foot on an NFL field today. Mm-hmm. It's just that's just facts. But Jerry Rice is still. Like you have your there you go that's, there you go you have, there you go that's my I'll agree with that Gail Sayers is playing in today's league there's a couple there's your freak athletes that would be able to handle but the I, way that the game is played today but I will say I don't think you're giving enough credit to baseball I do think that you're not giving enough credit to baseball because yeah. there were people in the 70s who were lightning fast and and that is such an element to it and I'm mm-hmm. telling you as well yeah their batting averages might not be perfect but there was a ton of people that are deep in rosters that would still would surprise you on how good that they would be able to compete. Yeah, still and I mean they may be able to compete, but like the guys that were hitting like whatever back then, like they wouldn't hit that today. I'm sorry, their averages wouldn't be like they could probably play because I mean you can hit two ten down and be a starter because that's just how the game's played. Right. But like as far as hitting four hundred and hitting three, you know, like that wouldn't in the game the way the game's that played barely ever happened. Game, yeah, exactly. And that's you have your generational players that yeah they can play. And they could be like, no, no, but no. what I'm saying is like your average, your, the competition today is so much better than the competition was then. And that's my only thing. You're talking about like from top to bottom, right? Top to bottom. Now, like your people, like even your bottom tier guys would, they would be, they would be the all-stars. If they were playing in the seventies and eighties and sixties, those would be the guys whose names were prominent. Like, even the bottom-tier guys today would dominate at that. That's what I'm saying. It, but you take those bottom guys today, and it's not even – they're not even coming anywhere close. They're not. They're going to be doing that part-time job that they were doing on the other one because they're not going to be able to play. Um, that's my thing. Like, I just the don't part-time see, like, job didn't really come from, like, the fact – it came from the fact that nobody got paid They weren't getting paid leagues. great. But still, I mean, it doesn't, like – It doesn't mean, like – that didn't happen overnight where it was like – Hey, these guys are extremely talented now. Now we should start playing them. There was talented people back then too. It was just that like the leagues weren't paying them. Anything. They weren't paying it. Yeah, and I know that's part of it. But at the same time, it was like and the NBA was notorious about it. Yeah. Even in the eighties, they weren't getting paid anything. And there was some hardcore all star guys playing back then. Back then, yeah. No, I'm, I'm. I mean, I get that. Definitely, it was part of it. But at the same time, it was like. Because, like, how many of them will be able to handle just the twenty four seven commitment that it is to be a professional athlete today? Because they I think if given the opportunity, a hundred percent. Some of them, yeah. No, 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 no. no. I think the, the overall vast majority. Any, any to, guy that played baseball in the thirties and did have to like you know was a plumber by day and you know played at Fenway by night or it would actually it would have to be earlier in the thirties for that. But that's not. Yes. But I mean, I'm just saying like you know that kind of consistency. If you set that person down and was like, hey, do you just want to do this for your living and make a incredibly nice living? He would be like, I, I'll eat, sleep, and breathe it yeah. because that's why they're doing it. In the first place and i feel like a lot of times it's just the same old adage of back in my day it was just different the, the players are just different and it's every single part you get 
even people now that are graduating high school, it's like the talent was way better whenever I played. The talent was way better when I played. We played, you know, back in the day, we couldn't get away with that. And it's just a continuing cycle of people never think that the what is there now is as good as whenever they played because they were playing in and it has a personal attachment to it. And so, like, all the media people today that are older, they're all what? They love... Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. So now the people growing up now, so I'm not even trying to get in the argument. What I'm saying is like, it's who you're attached to in that generation. I think, I think no one's going to be better Go than whatever. Like, for us, I feel like we all probably agree Tom Brady's the greatest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that ain't ever changing. 15 though. years from now, yeah. kids growing up watching Patrick Mahomes now are going to argue with us that he's the greatest. Mahomes is the greatest. The greatest ever yeah, play. Because that's the same way, we, and, would, and we're same way say, we would argue Joe Montana. We're going like to say Tom Brady. Play. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to say Tom Brady. It's like, who Do you, you not think that Tom or? Brady's kind of a, a different situation there, though? I think that you would say, like, people comparing, like, Peyton Manning with Patrick Mahomes would be more of, like, a uh, thing. Just because thing, of just how crazy of an athlete. That Jeff Mahomes is good. well, no, that, that Brady was, you know, more, like the fact. Like, I mean, Mahomes yeah. is still so. Yeah, that's, that's if Mahomes a, gets up that's, there. It's yeah, like, and it's then you have it, that. It's going to be there. Yeah, it's going because they're going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. they're comparable in terms of statistics, especially when it comes to like Super Bowls and stuff. Yeah, I yeah they're gonna they're and gonna, we're always they are gonna, gonna have that and okay, we're no, always no, no, gonna no, say Brady. Now. now I'm with you. Now. We're always I'm gonna on. say Brady because we saw him come back twenty eight three in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And beat the Falcons. Like like we're, you know we're always Still probably embarrassed gonna, by that. Day, we're by always probably gonna say that, but they're gonna say Mahomes because it's it's a time thing. They grew up watching Mahomes. We grew up watching Brady. Even yeah. though that even though we have we didn't like Brady his whole say, career. Even though we didn't like him even though we like him his whole career. A lot of it boils down to who was that guy when you were growing up and you were watching yeah. it and you you build that relationship for them like you love them like that's your idol that's your hero and then all of a sudden it's like well back when I was a kid it just was different they were just yeah. better they were just better then yep and it's like I don't know I mean like I'm probably wrong who knows I, yeah, I mean, they, it, you may you may grab them all and they come out here and they're stars today I just don't see how you take that person and you put them in the game today. It's different if you're giving them all the the things that go with today's game, like all the trainings. Like if they grew up with all that training today, like if you had Ted Williams and he grew up basically and he he's growing up with it, it's different than you just take them and say, okay, if I plug Ted Williams in his prime right into a game today, is he going to be able to play? Ted Williams is an all-time – he's one of those generational players. But what I'm saying is – if you just take that player and put them in a day, I think they're like, oh my gosh, like I ain't seen stuff like that. Like, all these people are they're they're bigger, taller, faster. The game's moving at such a different speed. It's but it's because of those people as to why the game's that way. Because they were great in that time frame. Well, they found helped. they found they found ways to, get to be better. Great. That in order for the people to get to that level, they had to train harder, and then it, it just is a continuous cycle. And I'm agreeing with you on this because they found ways to be great. Because a lot of these stories, I mean. Crap, Mickey Mantle came from Oklahoma, and you know, like in a time period which they barely had electricity at the time, and he found a way to make it to the MLB. That's insanity. Yeah. But it was because of his talent level. It was also because of the fact that he loved baseball and found a way to do that. Yeah. That was another beautiful thing about baseball as well is that like people take for granted the pipeline that we have for 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 athletes to be found now. Like now, 
you can be seen from a hundred different angles, a hundred different ways. And if you have a good social media presence, you can, you know, I mean, I think of, of how crazy it is that like a coach from a university in Washington state can know what's going on with the player that's happening in like Trig County or something instantaneously. Now we just take it for granted because of how crazy social media is. But back then, if you wanted to be seen, you had to go out and be seen and you had to like, and you got a, and you got a shot at it. And if that opportunity arose and you didn't step up to the challenge, sorry about it man that was your shot and you blew it now man it's just there's so many ways to be seen there's so many opportunities for you to increase your game level back then but there's so those many athletes too that's nowadays that's as we're like back in the day it was like well you can't do that you got to help the family or you got you got to work or go straight into that as we're like now it's like everyone and i mean there's so many like i think it's like two percent of all high school athletes or something like that make it to college and like our college athletes and then it's like there's so many people that are trying to get there and it like i that's why i just i think the overall skill today because you have so many people all striving for the same goal as we're back then it was like you were doing it part-time because that's what you had to do and that's i mean it's it, it's just how it is. I mean, well, you had so many people that do it now that have the ability to do it now. Yeah, you have so many people that can. You know, yeah, now yes. you have all the resources at your fingertips, and even if you aren't like from an at an adolescent level, even if your family is not well off in terms of money, those opportunities are there for you. They they're not as they're not as plentiful, and they might not be in terms of quality the best, mm-hmm. but you can find a way to to at least have the opportunity to expand your game, which was something that just wasn't, like Devin said, was possible for a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. I just, I think (laughs) that... it 20 minutes ago. (laughs) I think the the further we get, it's just only going to get better and better, but it's because the previous generations found a way to take their game to the next level. It's like, in order to keep trying to top that, you have to just continue to get better. So Um, long story short on Devin's thing is that I appreciate the impact and legacy that you've had, but you'd suck today. (laughs) All right. Cool beans. (laughs) Good luck. So we got it figured out. Uh, We don't, like I said, with the new setup, we don't have the outro music that you guys can hear. Not that Devin would be able to hear it anyway. Uh, but Devin, go ahead and say your thing if you remember it. Yeah, it's been a rate, long review, subscribe. Uh, uh, leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a question, and we'll answer the question. If there's something on the show you would like to see, questions asked, segments, stuff like that, Yeah. hey, drop it. We're all for it. And if there's anybody that you would want us to like, have on the show, yeah, we got to have guessed. more people on the show. Man, yeah. Guessed, and then... Um, um, I really want Chris Evans to come on. Yeah, we need to make Chris that happen. Come on, I can make All it. right, make that happen. We'll talk about softball and stuff, and, and that'll be a good way to. I'm leaving this behind in baseball. <laughs> I'm sure that'll get brought up, but it is what it is. We need Keith uh, back on, too. Yeah, we'll get him back on, too. <laughs> yeah. I think we can strive. I say this every time. We're like, let's make it a goal every two weeks. But I think that if, because with us, we plan it out. I think I said on Monday, let's do a pod Friday, or Tuesday, let's do a pod Friday. And uh, when you just plan for every week, and then so that maybe that second week we'll get it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I like yeah. That. that will work even or, better. Yeah. All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll holler at you guys later. Have a good rest of your week or weekend or whenever I find time to post this one. See y'all later. Love you guys.